0: Hey, welcome back to Coffee Time with your host, the ex-Google, ex-Facebook tech lead. And today, I wanted to talk to you about minimalism and show off my minimalist apartment for the first time ever. And even as a successful multimillionaire myself, I wanted to show you how little I may own compared to other people. This may be inspiring for you. If you already live a mobile lifestyle, it may not be. But as for myself, I have lived a number of years as a digital nomad, traveling around, living outside of a suitcase. And I really learned to value that mobility. You know, humans are portable. There's nothing really chaining us down except for the baggage that we create ourselves. The mental and material things that weigh us down. And I look around and I see a lot of people just going around buying tons of stuff, tons of junk. And for everything you own, it ends up owning you. And you're going to have to find a way to dispose of it at some point as well. Either that or when you move, when you travel, you're going to have to take it with you or just leave it behind. And it just ends up being dead weight for you. Quick pause, thanks to our sponsor, Stream, a subscription streaming service that offers thousands of documentaries and nonfiction titles from some of the world's best filmmakers, including exclusive originals. Get a free 30-day trial. Check them out at curiositystream.com slash techlead. So without further ado, let's take a look at the apartment. This is a one bedroom, $4,000 in Silicon Valley. And you can see that it's actually pretty sparsely furnished. I don't keep a lot of stuff around here. The centerpiece of this apartment really is going to be this desk. Where I spend 90% of my time, I just end up sitting here, working on the computer, doing stuff, YouTube things, coding. This desk setup includes a widescreen monitor, MacBook Pro 15, external keyboard, we got a mouse, a really nice lamp, headphones, some camera equipment here. All of my stuff will be linked to in the description below if you want to check out the stuff I'm using. I have some portable hard drives in the back for additional storage. And then some additional camera equipment, lenses, batteries over here. And that really does it for my desk setup here. Now next to my desk, I have a TV and sofa, and this is where I like to relax in the evening, watch some movies. I have an air purifier here and a PlayStation 4, both of which I don't really use that much, but I just managed to accumulate that. Cool little painting, and then if we walk over here towards the kitchen, I can show you that. Luxury kitchen, quite nice. We got refrigerator over here, stainless steel appliances, organic blueberries, all the good stuff, you know. I don't like going out because every time I go out people seem to recognize me so sometimes it's just easier if I eat at home and you know I'll just come here and cook things. I don't keep too many things on hand actually, mostly I just end up eating frozen foods. And then from here I can show you my bedroom because this is a one bedroom apartment. What I have here are two twin beds put together. My ex-wife used to sleep on one of them, she's gone now so I get both beds to myself. It's funny we actually used to have a king-size bed because we thought that would be more luxurious, but. The king-size bed its such a hassle and pain. This pile of clothes here, it's essentially all I've got, which is why it may seem like I'm wearing the same clothes every single day. This closet, I barely touch it, it's really only for storage of additional containers, heater, an extra air purifier, some suitcases for when I travel, and a jacket. They've got an in-unit washer and dryer, which is quite nice, and then there's a luxury bathroom here, which has everything you pretty much expect it to, shower, toilet, sink, mirror, And I'll show you what I like to do here. You can see that a lot of these drawers, they're empty. I don't store a lot of stuff, but when I do store things, I like to keep them in this basket. And that makes it so that when I move, I can just take the entire basket and just move the whole thing. I don't have to empty out drawers. You can see here too, I just have a basket with all my additional toothbrushes. I can just take this whole thing and move. So it makes moving very easy. So that pretty much does it for the tour. Life of a multimillionaire, $4,000 rent over here in Silicon Valley. And every so often, I like to just go through all my stuff, ask myself if it sparks joy, and if it doesn't, I just get rid of it and trash as many things as I can. It's a really liberating feeling. It feels like a weight has been carried off of my shoulders Whenever I get rid of things, I just don't have to worry about it anymore. I don't have to mentally catalog that. I like being as mobile as I can, not having to waste time and money buying things that I don't really need and then having to get rid of that stuff, selling it on eBay when I don't need it anymore. You may find that as you escape this materialism mindset and start valuing experiences over things that you become happier and lighter. So the funny thing is minimalism. I don't think it's about being cheap. In fact, It's about being extravagant. It is this crazy luxury in which it is choosing experiences over material things. And oftentimes experiences can be far more expensive in fact. So sometimes people see minimalists who don't go and buy every single thing that they can buy and they think they're cheap. No, not really. It's really like going to a buffet versus going to an expensive restaurant. At the buffet, you just eat all the random junky foods that you can get. At the fancy restaurant, you may eat just a few items, some delicacies and get a show. And either way, at the end of the evening, you're done. You've had your fill. So that's how I see minimalism. It's not less, it's actually a richer life because you know exactly how much you need to be happy. I think that minimalism will be a continuing trend and we will see more and more people becoming minimalists due to technology and the internet making remote work a more viable option, advances in transportation that make airline travel cheaper, you got Uber and Lyft services that make it so you don't even need to own a car, the rental economy continuing to grow like Airbnb, you got WeWork for remote offices, and with social media the world is becoming more connected than ever before. Far away places just don't feel so scary anymore and you see photos and pictures of other people in amazing destinations and everybody just wants to go check out the whole world and when they go out they're not going to be able to take all of this stuff and material positions they can really only take whatever can fit in their suitcase and as we digitize our lives we're finding that some of our most valuable assets are no longer physical material possessions but digital things whereas you used to demonstrate your social status through a car a house a watch a suit These days, you demonstrate it digitally through the number of followers you may have on Instagram, Twitter, YouTube. And simply waltzing into a room wearing a Rolex watch and a suit, it's not going to buy you any new fans. I guess what I'm saying is that as technology becomes a bigger part of our lives, the material things around us just aren't as important anymore. And who knows, one day when we get those virtual reality goggles, Maybe that's the only thing we'll need and nobody will need any physical items because you can just get all of that virtually. If you want furniture, clothes, fancy handbags, watches, suits, you could get all of that virtually all through your goggles and you just wouldn't need to buy anything anymore. Everybody would just own one goggle. That could be the future and with us spending 90% of our time glued to our screens, we're already halfway there. Recently, I have been thinking about home ownership and what type of house I might wanna buy if I were to go buy one. And I realized, I don't actually want to own a house, and in many ways I think that home ownership is even... It's an idea from the 1900s or 1950s, when travel was incredibly expensive, people didn't go out all that much, information was scarce, we didn't have the internet. People would work a standard 9 to 5 job for 20 or 30 years, and all of this was incentive to just lock down in a nice big house and start accumulating a lot of stuff because you weren't going anywhere anytime fast. It was just expensive and inconvenient in the old days and so that's pretty much what my parents did they bought a nice big house and you know what's funny is that even now there's only those two people my parents they're just living in this nice big house by themselves and none of the children want to go live there the reason is due to the social stigma of living with your parents Even if your parents had a $100 million house, you still wouldn't want to go live with them because your friends would say, oh, you're living with your parents. Why don't you grow up and be independent? Which is why I would say that these days, instead of buying like one big fancy house, you get a bunch of small little apartments all throughout the world. Like say you had five apartments spread out throughout the world, and you can just travel from apartment to apartment. And they could be set up kind of like the place I have set up now. Nice, comfortable, you got all the supplies that you need. I think that it's still pretty difficult realistically to live out of a suitcase especially if you want some of the finer luxuries in life like a widescreen monitor a big screen tv air purifiers some pots and pans for cooking all of that is nice to have but the thing is you don't really want to go overboard you don't need all that much once you've pretty much gotten the basics and set yourself up the real beauty in life i think is going out and experiencing as much as you can so for myself i've never wanted some huge mansion that i have to take care of clean furnish it with a bunch of equipment, TVs, tables, pool tables, paintings, all of that in an effort to impress other people. You know, these days, there's so many other ways to impress people if that's what you're after. And in our modern world, there are far better things than staying inside the big house, surrounding yourself with a bunch of stuff that you don't really need. I think in the future, people may not even have homes. Maybe they'll just be going from furnished apartment to furnished apartment, living out of hotels, traveling across the world, just experiencing the best of each culture, each city working remotely, going from place to place, and nobody will worry about trying to accumulate lavish luxury lifestyle materialistic items. And these future generations, they will look at us like prehistoric dinosaurs, people who would just surround themselves by luxury, luxury handbags, cars, tables, furniture, and they may just think that we were greedy bastards. So, excited to learn more about the world? Check out curiositystream.com slash techlead. The world's first video service about learning, understanding, and exploring our world. Created by the founder of Discovery Channel, its content spans science, nature, history, technology, society, and lifestyle. I particularly liked the episode African Animal Rescue, following a crew saving some of the world's most exotic and endangered wild animals. Get unlimited access starting at $2.99 per month or $19.99 a year. That's so inexpensive. And because I'm the tech lead, I'm getting you all your first 30 days completely free. So check it out at curiositystream.com techlead tech lead and use promo code tech lead. So that'll do it for me. If you liked the video, give it a like and subscribe. And I'll see you next time. Thanks, bye.